Morning Teacher. I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. morning teachers you're listening to episode number 10. Last week on the podcast we discussed why you should consider using small groups and I gave you a few ideas for getting started. To check out that episode be sure to visit maneuveringthemiddle.com episode 9. Today we're going to broach the subject of state testing which by just mentioning that phrase likely brings up a lot of emotion. It has been a hard year for teachers, for students, for parents, And shall I say that when I heard most states are continuing with standardized testing, it really felt like a gut punch. And I'm guessing that I'm not alone in that. So we're gonna talk about the current situation and how we can make the best of it in our classrooms. Let's do it. This 2021 school year has been all but normal. From reopening to virtual schooling, to hybrid learning, and all the precautions to stay safe, it has been a crazier. I know that educators have been asked to do impossible things like teach virtual and in-person students simultaneously, or to stay at your desk, or to get rid of group work. Literally, some of the best practices in education became irrelevant in the blink of an eye. Now, I am hopeful that things will improve and that we will get to a much better place by next school year. I really do have a lot of hope. One thing that our state and many, many others have decided to keep is the end of the year standardized test. I'm not going to take time to speculate why that is or what the motivating factors behind these decisions are on the podcast. My goal is to better equip you and potentially highlight some positives to a pretty crummy situation. I do this because I find that the negatives are so easy to focus energy and attention on, and that is really draining. It can be negative for mental health and relationships, and really, the Good Morning Teacher podcast is built to encourage and support you. Let's just lay on the table some of the things that may be going on in your mind so we can move forward. We have little control in this matter. If you are passionate about it, there are organizations that you can support with your time and efforts. So you always can lobby your local representatives and make your voice heard on the issue. But at the end of the day, you can't control the outcome. You also may be thinking about how your students will perform. You may be concerned that they won't do as well as usual, and I think that's a very legitimate concern. We want our students to do their best and to show all that they have learned. Maybe you're thinking about how it's a waste of class time and energy to get ready or to prepare or to review. All of these concerns are legitimate, and sometimes it just helps us to say it out loud. So now that we have, let's focus on what is in our control and how we can move forward. Not everything about taking a standardized test is gonna be negative. I wanted to point out some positives too. First, a standardized test provides a natural opportunity to collect data. While data can be collected many different ways, this does allow schools to make a larger collective decision for their students. For example, your campus may look at the data and determine it would be beneficial to implement a remediation program or apply for different funds based on the needs of students. This is where you can be creative in your approach and use the data to support new initiatives. 
For example, you may be advocating for a longer class period or the need for more co-teachers. When I worked as an instructional coach, I learned a lot about grants and school funding, and this data may actually end up being helpful for your campus. State testing also provides an opportunity to differentiate your small groups. If you tuned in last week, we talked all about small groups and why you should consider utilizing them in your class. Any review or reteaching is a great opportunity to naturally pull small groups of students to make the most of your time, and it allows you to be targeted in your approach when reviewing. Lastly, state testing is a marker of normalcy. And while this is a stretch because there sure are a lot of other ways we can mark things returning to normal, I think that students are used to ending the year with a big assessment. It can remind students that their learning is important, and sometimes it even helps some apathetic students to get it in gear. I know I always had a few students who really kicked it up a notch leading up to our state assessments. So let's get into the bulk of what I wanted to share, which are the ideas to roll with the punches and make preparing for state testing the best it can be. First, my most favorite idea is just to make it fun. I love how review naturally lends itself to a more lighthearted lesson where you can really incorporate fun out of the box ideas. On our Maneuvering the Middle blog, we have shared several ideas in the past for making it fun, including how we used a football field to create a friendly competition between class periods. You can check out that idea and all of the ones I'm going to discuss here at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 10. So don't worry about trying to take notes or remember anything. You can find all of these ideas in our show notes. Okay, so first up, number one, have you seen the end of the year balloon countdown? Well, my idea is kind of a play on this. So in a typical end of the year countdown, you're going to put different like celebratory events into a balloon, blow up the balloon stick them on your bulletin board, and then every day you pop one and you get to celebrate. Well, to kind of do a twist on that for state testing, my idea is to brainstorm several class prizes that you are okay with and that are accepted on your campus. Then you, and you can repeat them as needed. You're gonna type those up on little strips of paper, and then you're gonna put those into a balloon, blow up the balloon and do the same thing. So I'm thinking prizes could be like hat day or DJ day where students put in requests for school appropriate playlists. You could use tech time or a popcorn snack, things like that, that you're comfortable with that would be acceptable on campus. When students meet the goal, and remember the goal is whatever you say it is, a student can pop the balloon and the class earns that prize. There's a little bit of mystery and surprise without a ton of work on your part. Number two, give your review a theme. It could be the Olympics, a carnival, um, a sporting event like that football field example I gave earlier. Now take your theme and go to the dollar store and with about $10 to $15 for some props, then you can create a playlist that goes along with that theme. You have now just transformed your traditional state review into a carnival or something fun and exciting. Number Three, minute to win it challenges are another favorite from the middle school kids. From the facing the cookie challenge to stack attack, there's many class appropriate games that require just a few supplies. You could do one challenge at the end of class each day if students meet the goal. Now remember, the goal is whatever you say it is. Or everyone could work towards a larger minute to win it day full of different games. Number four, ask your students what they want. 
It turns out not every middle school student wants a hat day or a DJ day or a carnival, but they may have something idea or some idea that's a pretty low lift for you. So see what they're interested in. Lastly, a teacher shared an idea that is very similar to one that I personally did, but mine involves stickers. The idea is that she created a game board for her students. And on the game board, there was very basic squares and it had uh, random prizes throughout the game board, like a homework pass or a snack um, from the teacher. Now, she also created a goal for each student. So each student had their own individualized goal and that is what they were reaching for when they did their daily exit ticket. Now, if they reached the goal, then they were able to color in a box and if they exceeded their goal, they got to color in two. After state testing, they exchanged that game board for a specific number of minutes on tech time. So every box earned them more minutes of tech time Um, after state testing. So I thought that was really simple and easy to do without a lot of work, but a great incentive for students. Now, one other way that you can really make state testing uh, the best it possibly can be in your class is just to make your time go the furthest. So one thing that is really overwhelming about state testing is the vast amount of material that is taught throughout the year. It is nearly impossible to review it all in a succinct manner. And this year more than ever, like there may be things that just you haven't gotten to or that are not clicking for your students. And so I want to encourage you to make your time go further by not trying to review everything. Literally pick the key concepts that are worthy of reviewing that will support your students' foundational understanding of the content and spend your time there. You can also make your message count. One thing that I want to remind you of is that you are the teacher and you set the tone in the class. So make your messaging count. If you sound enthusiastic and eager to be there and review, your students will naturally feel that from you and take on some of those same emotions. And then lastly, one one suggestion is to embrace your team. One thing that I've always found helpful is collaborating with other teachers or team members to kind of up the ante for your students. This can be in the form of a competition, a reward, or just a general way to draw students into reviewing and the content. Remember that you get to decide what is being incentivized. I always like to incentivize giving your best effort and making improvement. We even have some resources on goal setting and how you can tie that into your review, which I'll link in the show notes. For those of you who are middle school math teachers, then we have a great freebie that we want to share with you. These are our test prep review cheat sheets. I love them because they put a lot of key concepts onto one page that students can reference. We also have an entire test prep review pack that gives you the review content ready to go for up to 10 days. Now, like I said earlier, you may not have that time this year, so you're gonna have to pick and choose the concepts and activities to use, but you will have a wide variety to select from. You can check out the review pack on our Maneuvering the Middle shop and then grab the listener freebie in our show notes at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 10. So as a quick recap, I am encouraging you to take lemons and make lemonade by embracing some of the positive aspects of state testing and most importantly, focusing your energy on making your prep fun and engaging for students. I shared five ideas that you can try, and we chatted about why small groups may make review a little easier and definitely more targeted. We are several weeks into the Good Morning Teacher podcast now, and it has been so much fun to record these for you. I'm hoping that they are making your commute to work a little more enjoyable and that you are able to take some of these ideas and make them work in your classroom. 
If you've been loving the podcast, then we would love a five-star review. It helps us to be found by other teachers like you. For all of the links, resources, and freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 10. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher Podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.